This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. I, I, we're just talking off the air. Today is the craziest news day yet. And we have seen some crazy news days. Oh my gosh. Um, for anywhere from uh, Triumph, the comedic dog, and what he is just, I mean, it's, it's nuts. But I also don't think that there has been a day or a show, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, where I have had more predictions come true. It's, it's, it, it is right? hard to imagine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've had more predictions come true on one day than today, and we start there right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, let me just let me just go over the news of the last 24 hours in the Trump campaign. Three things have happened. Uh, the Trump campaign has verified now that Roger Ailes is working for the Trump campaign as an advisor. And he's the former head of Fox News. Yes. Uh, built Fox News, basically. Yeah. Built Fox News is the guy who has left because of all the scandals at Fox. He's the guy who um, Rupert Murdoch, they're saying, is going to be in big trouble because they say that he had a uh, a a hatchet team, um, you know, in the bowels in the basement of Fox News where he did investigations on people that he didn't like. Interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> okay, so um, uh, we have confirmation that he said, or that he is now working for the Trump campaign. All right, next. What you predicted. Yeah, we should point out, we should put, point out the day he left. You said what will happen is Roger Ailes will wind up working for Trump, trying to get him elected. There you go. Uh, here he is. Okay, so prediction number one. So <laughs> here's number two. Breitbart, the CEO of Breitbart, is Steve Steve Bannon? Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm. I always confuse him with Bruce Bannon, Bruce Bannon. who is the, the Hulk. Or which, what about Dr. Race Bannon? Yeah, we don't Johnny know if he's West. related. Well, see, now you've confused it anymore because race will play such a role in this. And <laughs> the Hulk is Steve Bannon Without the accident, he's just always the Hulk. Yeah, I, um, I feel like the Hulk is a little bit more understated. Stable. Uh, yes, more stable. A little more stable. Yeah. He, is, he is quite possibly the most dangerous guy 
um, in all of American politics. I mean, he makes Roger Stone, correct me if you guys disagree with me, he makes Roger Stone look like Mary Poppins. <laughs> I mean, yes. I, I, you know. So you have Roger Stone, who was in the clip. Disney Mary Poppins or yeah. book Mary Poppins? Uh, Mary Poppins was No, Disney. Okay. Uh, Disney. Right. So um, Roger Stone, look at, this, look at this lineup. Roger Stone, who was in the Nixon White House. Roger Ailes, who was in the Nixon White House, uh, and, and now uh, Steve, Steve Bannon, Bannon uh, who is one of the worst people. Now, he's become <laughs> the CEO of the Trump campaign. Yeah, and we and, should, wait, wait, wait. And he has he's not leaving Breitbart. I think he is leave. Well, he's uh, leave of absence, right? Oh, I don't think yeah, so. Right? I think I, heard, I, I, I read that. I did hear that. His yeah. duties may be reduced. I heard a leave of absence, but whatever. 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 This is the most lateral career move in history. He went from running the Trump campaign to running the Trump campaign. Right. I mean, it's crazy. It's Uh, crazy. And here's what you said, just to remind everybody, (laughs) back in February. Bannon, I don't know his first name, Bruce Bannon. I don't know who the hell he is, but um, (laughs) he is a guy who is currently running Breitbart. And if you don't believe me on these things, ask some people that work at Breitbart. He's a horrible, despicable human being. Ask Dave a lash about this Bannon guy. Um, he's running Breitbart, and Andrew Breitbart would be spinning in his grave right now. I'm telling you that I believe that Bannon thinks he's either going to be the chief of staff or he's going to be he's going to be the next Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes didn't answer to anybody. He certainly didn't take orders from a uh, from a real estate developer. <laughs> he certainly didn't make it uh, take orders from a guy who builds golf courses. That's a little beneath Roger Ailes. What that makes you is not Roger Ailes. By taking orders from a political candidate and reworking your entire site to promote the lies of a specific candidate without any kind of truth behind these things and just spinning all of doing what you've done to Breitbart and anybody who reads Breitbart knows exactly what's going on. If... Mm -hmm. If that is what your idea of being Roger Ailes is, you are so sadly mistaken. That doesn't make you Roger Ailes. That makes you Goebbels. Now, it's interesting because I was just uh, I was looking this up on on Google. I was just actually I started out by Googling trying to find Bannon's first name. <laughs> who cares? Right. And, and so I ran across this article uh, with the headline in Real Clear Politics. Glenn Beck says Breitbart Stephen K. Bannon wants to be Donald Trump's Goebbels. Now, the headline's obviously incendiary, but when you, when you read the story, it's exactly what happened. Oh, tell me it's what exactly you said. what, what happened. Uh, the, Is it worth reading? Uh, some of it. Uh, don't worry about it. So, uh, okay, so, wait, we're, but, but we're not done yet. Three things happened. Three things that have been predicted on this program, and the last one was predicted yesterday at this time. What did I say yesterday about um, extreme, extreme, extreme? Uh, oh, you said, yeah, this is a great point because you were talking about the Trump speech and uh-huh. he, he was talking about extreme vetting. And uh-huh. you said, this is him saying to the advisors, I will not be controlled uh-huh. through you. I'll yeah. do what I want, even if you think it's nuts. And it was and more a bully move than it political. It was a bully move, yeah. and you were going oh, to right. see Trump become more of a bully. 
Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yesterday I said that. So today, yesterday afternoon, uh, Bannon comes out and he says uh, Trump uh, has felt boxed in by his advisors recently. And this is a move. The gloves are coming off. And he is going to say what he wants the way he wants. Isn't that interesting that the gloves haven't been off while you're attacking a gold star family father? <laughs> it's amazing. Those have not been, right. uh, that was with you gloves are on? About, you are about to see. <laughs> this is the most unbelievable election cycle. It is. I can, you, imagine if you predicted this. Imagine if you went through this series of events that you would have no one a, a reality show host as the contestant and a crazy person running the campaign. No one believed me when I said it as as, as early as yesterday. Right. You guys were, you know, know, Stu, you were like, well, I don't know. It might be more political. And I'm like, you might be right. But I mean, it was crazy yesterday. <laughs> Nobody believed me when I said Bannon was going to wanted to be the chief of staff. He's the CEO. Nobody believed me when I said Roger Ailes is going to leave and become the uh, campaign, uh, will will advise Donald Trump on the campaign trail. Yeah. Didn't believe me. We still have 82 days left of this. Crazy. Okay. So let me show you, let me show you why this is so incredibly, you couldn't have planned the destruction of the right any better and I want to go into I want to go into what we are actually facing, gang. Um, it, when we come back, first, this: you're thinking about getting a home security system, but you're concerned about the cost. I understand that one, Pat. How much were you paying for your home security? Uh, sixty bucks. Sixty dollars every single month. And did you own the system so you could take the system uh, wherever you went? And <laughs> no, 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 no. There wasn't. It was a nice was, lease, lease arrangement, though, that only lasted for uh, either two or three years. I can't remember. Really? We were locked in for two to three years. But really, it's eternity because what are you going to do with it? Right. 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 It really is eternity. You have no choice. Yeah. I mean, no you're locked into it. You can't get rid of it. And you've paid all of that money. But they got you for 60 months. Um, Pat decided that <laughs> that might be unreasonable. So he has a system now from Simply Safe, which you have to return when? Uh, the third of never. Okay, and then but you had to wire it all yourself, right? No, I did not. No, how come? No, because they send people wireless. to wire. Oh, it's wireless. Wireless. Okay, which but, is really kind of cool because what's the first thing you see uh, criminals do on every? <laughs> cut the wires. They cut the wires. <laughs> they cut the wires. Okay, <laughs> so but you have a wireless system, sure, but mm-hmm. they probably locked you into a long-term contract. No, no contract at all. No contract at all. Yeah. And but it's got to be really expensive. If you consider fourteen ninety nine a month really expensive, so I'm trying I, to fa- I'm trying to figure don't. out the downside here. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. I. I couldn't find one. That's why <laughs> that's I did right. it. <laughs> that's right. That's why we did it. There is no downside to this. Simply Safe, the new way to keep your family safe. For the protection we trust, go to simplysafebeck.com and get an exclusive 10% discount off of the entire system. It's simplysafebeck.com. Save 10% right now. Protect your family, protect your stuff. Simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program. Mercury. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. 
okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. is the Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, program. It's a crazy, crazy day of news today. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never seen. Oh, you're Mr. Prediction over here. Uh, but of course, you're obviously going to ignore the things you get wrong. When you, you'll, 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 I'll tout all the stuff I get right. What did I get wrong? Uh, but when you get something wrong. What did I get that, wrong? What did I get wrong? Uh, the Hulk, Hulk's name is Bruce Banner. Oh, Banner. oh man. that wasn't a prediction, Banner. but I, I I'm glad we led with that. Thank you very much. <laughs> lead with glad your mistakes. With yes, thank you. So we were trying to get a guest on to talk about um, Bannon, uh, who is now the CEO of, of Donald Trump Industries uh, and is the CEO of Breitbart. A prediction that we made. Anyway, um, we were trying to get somebody on who knows him firsthand, has worked closely with him firsthand. This is a guy who uses the dark web. Uh, if you don't know what the, the dark web is, uh, good probably, for you. You probably don't want to. Yeah, good for you. Dark web is where you can hire assassins. You can, I mean, it, it is. I've only heard about this in the last oh, it's couple months. it's frightening. It is frightening. It's been around for a long time. Yes, yes, Happy? yes. <laughs> Uh, it's where you get child porn. You can buy sex Ooh. slaves. It's it's horrible. Coke, toot, nose candy. Yes, this is the guy. This guy uses the dark web to f- find people to do investigations and whatever else he would like to do. Person that we wanted to get on to talk about him because I've talked to them several times in the past and knows him inside and out is now too afraid to come on because he's using the dark web against this individual. And they're afraid. They do not want to say anything more about him. That's how frightening. And here's how bad it is for you, America. He's getting security briefings. The first security briefing for Donald Trump happens today, which means that that guy is going to be in security briefings. Mm. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous people. Dangerous people. Anyway, um... Here's what I want to show you. Before Donald Trump, you could not have designed a better blow up for uh, the right than Donald Trump. I mean, I know this is conspiracy territory, but you could easily convince me that this is a strong possibility that Bill Clinton got on the phone with Donald Trump and said, hey, I want you, you know, Don, you should run. I mean, it'd be fun. It'd be great for your business. And, you know, sure, you're not going to win. But who knows? You might. You might. And if you don't, it'll be good if you do, because we're such good friends. And if you don't, don't worry about it. You know, it'd be good for Hillary. We know they met. We know they met for an hour. Yeah. They met for an hour right before he announced. Okay. Now, I don't think that happened, but you could make a case for that. Mm-hmm. Because let me show you what we've done. Since Trump got on, 
we have now complete the GOP is completely discredited, especially if he loses now. Yes, he is. They're completely discredited. They have no moral authority on anything on health care. There's no moral authority. The guy wants universal health care. He is more radical than Barack Obama was. Um, we have now lost Fox News. We Roger Ailes is out by his own doing. But Roger Ailes is out and Roger Ailes is now tying his his wagon to Donald Trump. Sean Hannity, completely Donald Trump. Drudge Report, completely Donald Trump. Breitbart, completely Donald Trump. Much of talk radio, completely Donald Trump. In fact, one big radio network, which will not be named, is telling their hosts throughout the entire country, you are not to say anything bad about Donald Trump, period. There is an edict, no more. Many of our talk radio programmers are telling their hosts and choking back up on the chain. And they're doing it, I think, because of ratings. But most of them are doing it because they're such strong believers in Donald Trump. There's no diversity. You do not talk ill about Donald Trump. And the Tea Party. Now, not all the Tea Party, but some of the Tea Party. Um, And if it's some of the Tea Party, all of the Tea Party now has been discredited. I, I will tell you, it feels like the Tea Party's dead. Well, the Tea Party has I mean, been in trouble for a very long time. It's been in trouble. We, that was the last thing. dead many times, yes. but right now it just feels gone. It's gone. It's gone. Okay, so those are all in the bag for Donald Trump right now, all of those sources. And what are those sources doing? They are doing their best to discredit Glenn Beck, Eric Erickson, Red State, Ben Shapiro, The Daily Wire, Dana Lash, The Blaze, Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, Ben Sass, Jonah Goldberg, um, the Nash, the uh, National Review, um, Brad Thor, Matt Kibbe, Brent Bozell, Carly Fiorina. I think because of the way Marco Rubio was handled at the end, I think you might have even lost Marco Rubio. You might. You, yeah. We might start taking Brad Thor off that. List. I know. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> so here's what. So here's what happens. If Donald Trump wins, these are the people that are now in control. And look at the way they have handled their bullies. They will take these people out. They will take the people on the other list. Um, You know, the Daily Wire and Ben Shapiro and Eric Erickson and, and Dana and Ted Cruz. They will slaughter them. They will make sure those voices are reduced come hell or high water. Because that's what they've been trying to do. Silence people who disagree. If Donald Trump wins... These guys have bet right, and they are going to be in the power structure. Half of the the conservative movement is out, and I would add conservatives to this movement. Constitutionalists and conservatives. Um, The Constitution is nothing. The conservative is nothing. If... If Donald Trump loses, all of these people have no moral standing anymore. They have absolutely no moral standing. No, but who's going to take them seriously? Because they are, have you noticed? They're all ratcheting up. The time right now is the time to say, well, I'm not sure. But what are they doing? They're doubling down, all of them. And they're doubling down on anyone who disagrees with them. So they are injuring the other side. 
They are also creating a barrier to where they have no place to go if he loses. If they lose, we've lost the Fox News and the Sean Hannity's and the Drudge and Breitbart. Nobody's going to take those guys seriously anymore. We've lost half of really valuable assets to move the constitutional and conservative message forward. We've lost them if Trump loses. And at the same time, the other half that will remain standing has been so greatly damaged in the movement itself that they've, they've been shot in the foot. You couldn't have designed a better bomb inside the conservative movement than Donald Trump. He's hurt every single person involved. It's destroyed them. For what? For him. And for a job I don't think he even really wanted. He was. He didn't think he was going to get elected. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really want it. He, he doesn't want to do the work of being president. That's why he wanted to give it to uh, what's-his-face in Ohio. And if you conservatives think that he's conservative, why would he give it to John Kasich, a guy you disagree with with everything in you? But he wanted to give foreign and, uh, and domestic. domestic policy to John Kasich. He doesn't want the job. And he's not a conservative. And he's blowing everything up. Hard to argue with that. We go to Brad Thor, which I'd another amazing development there when we come this back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. I will tell you, I have never been happier that, than I am right now to have been solidly against Trump from the very beginning. This thing, it's only a matter of time. And if you give him power, it's going to be ugly, very ugly. So in case you just joined us, here's what happened overnight. Um, Steve Bannon, who is uh, who runs Breitbart, is now the CEO of Donald Trump's campaign. Roger Ailes, the former uh, founder and CEO of of uh, Fox News, is now uh, advising the campaign. Manafort is still there. Manafort was brought in to. Um, you know, to run it professionally. But as we have been pointing out for the last few, Manafort has strong ties to Vladimir Putin and to Russia. There are three people in the uh, Trump campaign that are financially tied strongly to Vladimir Putin. 
And when I say financially tied, I don't mean like, hey, and look at here, there's a little loophole. I mean, they run things and consult things for Vladimir Putin. They're on the board of directors of the biggest bank and also Gazprom, both run by Vladimir Putin, you know, through the the oligarchs that are there. But Paul Manafort is the guy that, remember the big Ukrainian uprising where the revolution, they wanted to throw the president of the Ukraine out because he was doing things and he was caught being tied to the Russians? Okay, Paul Manafort was the guy who ran that campaign and consulted with him. Now, we found out earlier this week that the Ukrainian investigation that is ongoing has found now a handwritten ledger of all of the corruption, all of the bribes, all of the things that were done. Paul Manafort's name is in this, where he got $12.5 million off the books from the Ukrainian uh, party that is far, far right. Scary party. And not... And what? Not right like you. Not like right like us. Right. No, 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 no. no. It's like, a totally different thing. It's a European. This is fascist. crazy it's like fascist. fascist right. Yeah, fascist right. Crazy. Took $12.5 million from them. So, so what is the, what, what's going to happen with Manafort? This could explain why Breitbart is in. But Breitbart is, and Bannon is directly tied to this same scandal in a different way. And we have to go back to 2013 and of all places, BuzzFeed to find this news. Listen to this. Yeah, and again, I don't know how the election is going to turn out, but I can tell you that we can now call it BuzzFeed has won the election. Like they have, uh, they have broken almost every significant story about this election since it began. Including 49 things you don't say to your plumber. Right, and that too. Especially Can I tell you something? I am serious, though. They have done an amazing job. They have done an amazing job. BuzzFeed BuzzFeed, this is the new media. This is the new media. It's incredible. Uh, But so so we're clear here on your your point on Manafort. There is a a story today, a memo, um, that shows that Manafort was orchestrating uh, pro-Russian anti-NATO rallies and laid the groundwork for the takeover of Crimea. This is Russia stealing part of another country, and the guy who's running the Trump campaign up until today was oh, he's one still of the running guys, or, and he's still officially yeah. there and running, and he's not been he's not been uh, let, go. let go. He's just they brought in other layers of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. management, but. He was a guy who was laying the groundwork for this to happen. For anti-NATO. NATO. And what's pro-Russian. What so, was Trump's opinion on NATO? Oh, maybe right. we need to maybe we pull out of NATO. NATO. Maybe we pull out of NATO. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, but wait, it get, there's more. His, the, the, now, this is the AP is, re, is reporting this part of it, which is Trump's campaign uh, manager, Manafort. Um, helped a pro-Russian governing party in Ukraine secretly route $2.2 million in payments to two Washington lobbying firms and did not disclose it. So foreign governments are influencing lobbying firms here in the United States, which has to be disclosed, which is blatantly illegal if you do not disclose it. Prison time. It could be prison time. time. Again, they threw freaking Dinesh D'Souza in prison. Yeah. Okay, for donating money to his friend. $25,000. What do you do to a guy who puts $2.5 million? And this is just part of it. There was another $7 million that we talked about just the other day. But this is going to uh, affect American politics. 
He was he was routing money illegally to, uh, uh, and that's the accusation in the report, that uh, to affect American politics. Beyond that, we go back to BuzzFeed and a story that BuzzFeed ran in 2013 that I admit I didn't even see, where they reveal that the pro-Ukrainian uh, f- forces and sources uh, of that area, as as the pro-Russian, pro-Russian, pro. Uh, um, and I want to say I, I, it's the Ukrainian, Ukrainian president. So essentially, it's the Russian side of the Ukrainian argument, yes. right? Russia takes over part. Here's, let me let me just. Uh, there's really easy to understand. Well, here's what happened during the reign of the Soviet Union. Uh, remember, the Ukraine people were killed like crazy. They 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 slaughtered the Ukrainians. Ukrainians were subhumans to the uh, Soviets. So when the Soviets would take over a country and they would put it behind the Iron Curtain, what they would do is they would, they would move all of the really pro-Soviet people into the area and then they would populate it with pro-Soviet people. And over time, those Russians have bred, if you will, with the Ukrainians and now there are they did this for a reason to get rid of the nationalist viewpoint of those countries and so they were there there's half of the country now that is russian and the other half is still the old ukrainians so that's where the split comes the ukrainians got the the president in and they liked him because he was pro russian and pro putin the Ukrainians didn't like it because they're like, this is our country, not Russia anymore. And so that's the split. Pro-Ukrainian Russian and pro-Ukrainian Ukrainian. Right. So in the middle of all this hassle and craziness where Russia is essentially stealing part of a country, right? The, the pro-Russian forces are paying, paying people at Breitbart to write stories that are positive to the Russian side of this argument. They're getting $500 checks to write stories that are positive for the Russian, including pulling quotes from emails from the the pro-Russian people, pulling quotes from them and just putting them in stories. Pro-Russian points. got $500 per story? $500 per story. And now the guy who is running the site where this was happening is running the Trump campaign, along with Manafort, who is the other guy in charge of the Trump campaign. Can you even imagine if if we found out that ABC News was doing that? Can you imagine what we would all be saying? Oh, yeah. Okay. We knew they were commies. We knew they were pro-Russia. We knew they were taking that. We knew they were anti-NATO. Right. We're not talking we about they, MSNBC. Here. No, we're not talking about We're talking about Breitbart. Breitbart. And those people who support Donald Trump will avert their eyes. I'm telling you, we are in massive trouble if this guy gets into office. And isn't- I, I have recently said, I'm going to back away from Donald Trump. Mm. I'm just, I don't want to. But I'm telling you, the more things that are coming out, the more dangerous he is becoming. Oh, my gosh. Think about how much of this stuff is broken on BuzzFeed, too. It's just it's it's seriously amazing. It's amazing. I mean, I can't get over the fact that that appears on the same site as 17 wondrous things that it will make life with boobs easier. (laughs) You know what? It's mind boggling to me. That's smart. 
It's, it's it, smart. Uh, it works like crazy. Yeah. And then you've got real news. You, you, I guess you bring people in with the clicks with 17 things that will make your life with boobs easier. I don't think it's that tough, really, uh, based on... Uh, based on the size of mine. Right. I'm not having a hard time. I just wear a fir- I have firm support. I use an underwire. Underwire. I am yeah. good. Yeah, you I have am to. good. You have to. Yeah. Uh, but then you've got serious stories, like all these that they've broken lately on, on the Trump campaign, the Manafort stuff. They've broken a lot of serious, significant news. It is nobody else has touched. It's amazing. It's amazing, and let, much of it has been, you know. I, I mean, they are. They seem to be first to everything, uh, finding all these things, and, and they don't seem to have the. I, I mean, I'm not saying there's some conservative site by any means, but they don't. They don't oh. seem to have any agenda. They're just every. Amen. Right, they're just pulling everything. They're, Amen. Which is, I mean, what they should be doing. Right. Any 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 news source that is is taking down Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and talking about how dangerous both of these guys are, you can trust them. If they're not taking both of them down, if they're not willing to say Hillary Clinton is the end of the republic as we know it, but I think we're already at that point, um, and, and what does it look like at the end of a Hillary Clinton uh, four-year term? I have no idea if they're not willing to say she's an out and out liar. She should be in jail. If you're not willing to say that, then you don't have any credibility uh, on the right. And if you're not willing to say Donald Trump is an out and out liar, what does the country look like after giving that man power? And he could be extraordinarily dangerous and he doesn't surround himself with the best people. He surrounds himself with very dangerous people. If you can't say that, then you have no credibility to the left. And I don't think, I don't think left and right matters anymore. The truth is the only thing that matters. And now this. What are your children sharing about you online? I will tell you that I learned this lesson uh, from, from my daughter at uh, 4th of July. My kids know we don't share things with strangers. We don't tell people where we live. We don't tell people. You just don't identify yourself as, you know, Glenn Beck's children. You just don't do that. And we were out and my daughter went up to this fence and she started talking to this guy. Turns out, thank God, really nice guy. Um, But this dog was on the other side of the fence and she was playing with him and he came because the, the dog was barking and he wanted to make sure she was okay. And so he picks up the dog, and they start talking, harmless, while she's petting the dog. And um, he said, where are you from? Because it was a really small town. Where are you from? Oh, we live at such and such. Oh, really? Now, so small of a town, you know everybody. Sure. Um, uh, really? I, I, I've never seen you or your family around here. Oh, well, we only come and visit, you know, a couple times a year. Oh, where you live otherwise and she said dallas and he knew and i heard him look up and say glenn back and and he he just knew from those facts she felt so horrible she's like i'm sorry dad i'm sorry i didn't know your kids online they don't have any idea what information they're giving out and there are people that are trolling for your children in many different ways one of them is just to get your information. 
uh, identity theft is America's fastest growing crime and can destroy you and your family and your children. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is the best identity theft protection available. They not only alert you, they help you clean up the mess. Memberships start at $9.99 a month plus the sales tax. Go to LifeLock.com or call 800-440-4936. Use the promo code Beck and you're going to get 10% off your LifeLock Ultimate Plus membership. Call 800-440-4936. That's 1-800-440-4936. It's LifeLock.com. Promo code Beck. Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven back. Mercury. You know, it's it's quite amazing. Um, there is a hall pass for the next 48 hours for all Republicans. Anybody who is on the bandwagon, uh, Donald Trump has just given you the greatest gift and a warning. It's going to get ugly. Uh, and now is the time to jump ship. Now is the time to separate yourself. And if you don't, you are going to be you are going to regret it. Look at the people that he has surrounded himself with. Roger Stone. Nixon, hatchet man. Roger Ailes, Nixon, and quite frankly, a very effective hatchet man. Uh, you have, uh, uh, what's his name? Stephen Bannon. Stephen Bannon. Absolute dangerous hatchet man. Donald Trump, hatchet man. Mm-hmm. The people in the campaign now are saying Donald Trump is going to be free to run it his way. We know that he feels he was running a better campaign when he was going after little Marco and he was being, you know, Mr. National Enquirer conspiracy guy. You're going to see things in the next 82 days that will make you go, you got to be kidding me. It'll, it'll make today look like it's, a, I think a mundane it's, day. I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, I think it's going to be a, what is coming will be an absolute bloodbath because these guys do not take prisoners. I'm sorry. If you are not with them, they will destroy you. And if you deviate from their path at all, they will destroy you. I think Ted looks great in all this. Ted Cruz, the only one who stuck to his principles. Yep. From that whole campaign, really, the only one who stuck to his principles, even in the toughest of times at the nominating convention, he uh, he couldn't be a part of all this. Unfortunately, he doesn't have to worry about it because he's not because he's stuck to his principles. Yep. I mean, if if you're going to get out now is the time, as yep. you just yep. said. Yeah, free ticket to ride. Get out yep. while you still can. People were talking about this the other day. Does anyone ever follow up with Ben Sass on every Trump controversy? No, because no. they know where he stands. Right. Yep. They don't have to ask him. He yep. knows. You know, every time he's going to come out and and, and, nope. be, and be honest about it, so you don't have to worry about it. Except, I think you should be very vocal at this point because. You need everybody in the country know I stood against that. You're not going to have any credibility. You won't be able to fight the Clinton machine because you will have zero credibility. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.
So what? What has happened to America to get us to this point? Well, there's two things. Progressivism. America, as our founders saw it and enshrined it in our sacred documents in uh, 1791, those, that America, I think, began to be finished in 1880 um, with Woodrow Wilson, our new founders, Theodore Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, FDR, Lyndon Johnson, Barack Obama. They have changed America to a country that most of us who are my age don't know. And we have become an administrative uh, country that is not about freedom, is not about the individual, but more about the collective. This is something that has happened over time. But one of the main players that made this happen, that brought and cobbled all of these groups, these disenfranchised groups, and then spun them up got them to be angry. For instance, right now, Black Lives Matter. How is it that Black Lives Matter has now raised from the liberals $100 million for their cause? Black Lives Matter now has a war chest of $100 million? Yes, because it's all about community organizing. And this is our serial for this week. We're on episode number two on the guy who changed all of the rules and wrote rules for radicals. Episode two on Saul Alinsky begins right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Until 2008, much of mainstream America had never even heard of something called community organizing, much less its founder, Saul Alinsky. After spending a lot of time with members of the Communist Party in Chicago in the 1930s, Alinsky developed a strange new way for radicals who wanted the fundamental transformation of the United States to try to bring it about. For a fee, he decided that he would infiltrate certain communities and stir up, agitate, the poor and the minorities who lived there to anger. It would be argued quite successfully that the only one this method lifted up out of poverty he railed against was himself bringing him enough financial security that he was able to live quite comfortably far from the ghettos and slums where he caused so much strife and commotion in his beautiful home in affluent Carmel-by-the-Sea, California. Yet Alinsky's tactics and results caught the attention of generations of radicals. His very last book, Rules for Radicals, became the Bible for those in America seeking radical transformation. And his strange, even creepy acknowledgement at the beginning of his book provides insight to his goals and desires. Stanley Kurtz, Senior Fellow of Ethics and Public Policy Center, explains why he believes Alinsky dedicated the book to Lucifer. Alinsky does salute Lucifer, so to speak, at the beginning of his most famous book, Rules for Radicals. And in a sense, of course, this is a bit of a joke, since Alinsky didn't actually believe in the existence of the devil. 
But I do think that Alinsky's joke here had a serious meaning. In the book, Alinsky salutes Lucifer as the first true radical, the first great rebel against the establishment. And I think the deeper message there is, I don't believe in your rules. Now, it's true that Alinsky is famous for being a pragmatic radical, someone who works within the system to achieve his transformative ends. But I think Alinsky, in this passage about Lucifer, is winking at his followers and reminding them that even though they're going to work within the system, they're only doing it because they have to. They don't really believe in the legitimacy of the system itself. So they can push the rules or break the rules and get away with it. If they can do that, they're going to do it. Despite the bizarre tip of the hat to Satan, some of today's most prominent leaders became fascinated with the man, his beliefs, and his tactics. Hillary Clinton famously wrote her college thesis on him and became such a favored disciple of Alinsky that he even offered her a job. Barack Obama taught Alinsky workshops. But again, why should anyone care that two of the most powerful people in American politics admire and use Saul Alinsky tactics? Stanley Kurtz explains. Saul Alinsky didn't mess around. He played hardball. Intimidation, divisiveness, manipulation, and deception. Those are the hallmarks of Alinskyite organizing. Alinsky developed his techniques through a careful study of the Communist Party's organizing tactics and also through a study of Al Capone's Chicago mob. I'll give you an example. When communist organizers wanted to intimidate factory managers or government bureaucrats, they would literally trap them in their offices until they surrendered. It was a simple case of using force and the threat of force to win. Now, when Alinskyite organizers trapped the people they call their targets or their enemies in their homes and frightened their families and neighbors, they're playing exactly the same game. So Alinskyite organizing exists in a kind of gray area. It's not a call for violent revolution, but on the other hand, it's not really traditional American political activism either. It's a way of seeming to play by the rules while breaking the rules at the same time. We asked Kurtz, as long as those paying him to come into their community knew what they were getting into, why is any of this problematic? Well, Alinsky claims that bending ethical standards is strictly a question of pragmatism. Times change, situations change, so don't get trapped by your principles. But that's only what Alinsky says. It's not what's really going on. The truth is, Alinsky is consistently guided by his leftist ideological principles. All of his ethical lapses and pragmatic compromises are in the service of his unstated ideological agenda. And that's really the biggest ethical lapse of all. Alinskyite organizers make a point of keeping their leftist ideological agenda under wraps. They hide their true views from the people they organize. They portray themselves as pragmatic problem solvers when the truth is they're leftist ideologues. Armed with his newly developed tactics, garnered from observing communists and techniques employed by the Al Capone mob, Alinsky made his initial impact with the far left with his first book, Reveille for Radicals. 
in that first book, Reveille for Radicals, Alinsky is, is pretty open about his leftism and about his socialism. Again, he's not a doctrinaire uh, communist who follows every jot and tittle of Marxist ideology, but it's clear that even though he wants to get there in his own way, his endpoint is the socialist endpoint. And you can see that in Reveille for Radicals. And by the way, uh, we learned only a year or so ago uh, from some newly published uh, letters uh, and archival documents that Hillary Clinton was a huge fan of Reveille for Radicals. And we have her writing a letter to Saul Walensky saying how much she's looking forward to his second book because she's already practically memorized his first book. <laughs> so Hillary Clinton was very well aware of the uh, of the leftist radicalism and even socialism of that first book, Reveille for Radicals, and, and had it all committed to heart. It had become incredibly clear to most Americans by 2011 that this man, of whom so many Americans were completely unaware, had a massive influence on the American society and especially the left-wing leaders of today. With Alinsky's philosophies and methods being employed more frequently and more intensely than any time since at least the 1960s. What we have seen since the election of Barack Obama is a generalization of the Alinskyite tactics to the entire left. So nowadays people are coming out with books, uh, good books, that conservatives are publishing saying the left is really trying to shut down free speech in America by intimidating uh, the funders of conservative organizations. And uh, if you, if you, and that's all true. Well, where do you think that comes from? That comes from Alinsky. Alinsky was the first person who started saying, you don't just engage in some very nice and polite intellectual argument with your conservative opponents. Oh, no. You go and you find out who funds them, and then you go and surround their house and intimidate them and their neighbors. You try to embarrass those funders publicly. That's how you shut down the other side. Alinsky was all, always about playing dirty like that. And this tactic has spread to the entire left. You take a look at what happened uh, after Scott Walker uh, made his legislative proposals in Wisconsin to pare back the power of the unions. You got a whole series of Alinskyite organizations pouring into the state capitol, and many of them went to the homes of the Republican legislators and trapped them there, scared their families there. That's all pure Saul Alinsky, and these were literally Alinskyite groups. So the whole left has been taken over substantially, especially, of course, the part of the left that is now activated as, as the supporters of Bernie Sanders. Um, many of these have Alinskyite training. Intimidation, humiliation, and silencing the opposition. Hallmarks of Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, as well as instructions on how to use the tools in Satan's toolbox. They play out in American politics now every single day. You'd be hard-pressed to find a radical of the past 100 years with more impact than the, up until recently, almost invisible Saul Alinsky. On the next episode, what are the rules for radicals. 
Glenn Beck. This you is know, the Glenn Beck program. You'll find out tomorrow the rules for radicals on uh, on how to isolate. And you know what's what's really amazing is um, the the left always makes us about tearing people apart and how negative we are and and everything else. But they don't notice that they're using Sololinsky's tactics by isolating all conservatives. They call them names and they isolate and they push them in a corner. They're they're using the Sololinsky tactic and then labeling us as the radicals and the dangerous ones. The benefit of the doubt saying they don't know they're using it. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Some people do, but most of them, most of the people, ones at the, the media, top certainly do. Obama does. Hillary does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the political guys. ones. The, the a lot of them are just unengaged, uninformed. Dopes. Dopes. They're just useful idiots. They yeah. really are. They, yeah. There's no coordination of this kind of stuff in the media that I believe in. Now. That all changes when you've got the CEO of Breitbart now becoming the CEO of the Trump campaign. That, I mean, there is coordination now, but it's, it's, I hate to say it, it's on the right. It's not on the left. I mean, they certainly have their Breitbart-level sites that do propaganda for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, 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 yeah. plenty of them. But yes, yes, yes. Um, but I don't think ABC not like just hangs out with those people, and that's just the way they all think. Yeah, it's not the major news organizations. No. I mean, you know, they just they just believe the same things, and so they see the world the same way. Sometimes your air conditioner will, um, uh, you know, be able to talk to you, um, and when that happens, uh, it will suggest you get new solar shades, or maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. Maybe maybe it'll be run by the uh, energy companies who will just say, "Yeah, go ahead, turn me up, turn me up, turn me up." If if the Greens get in, it will say, you should turn me off entirely. Um, a solar shade is a good place in between. The solar shades from Blinds.com will give your AC a real rest and save money on your electric bill. I don't know what it's like at your house, but it is the fires of hell hot. Uh, it's, like a, it's, it's, it's almost like a sauna here. Somebody is pouring water over the rocks uh, here in Dallas where it's been 100 degrees and really humid. It was 106 uh, the other day. I looked up. I couldn't believe it. The next 10 days, there's no temperature higher than 94. Yeah. That's, it's like yeah. a cold front. Has they they actually it's had like a, fall. Just, a, just a regular reading of 107 the other day yeah. uh, as well. I right. mean, 106, 107, that's not a feels like. No, it's, that's the real temperature. Actual temperature. Yeah. So you want to keep your house cool. You want to save some money. Solar shades with Blinds.com. Tanya and I have used Blinds.com several times. Pat, have you used Blinds.com? Have you used Blinds? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pat, uh, Stu has. I have. We use them. And, Jeff, you don't have windows. I hate sheets. Yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah. In the Confederate flag. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Blinds.com, we have used them uh, several times, and they are fantastic. Now through the end of August, use the promo code BECK. When you buy three blinds, you'll get the fourth blind free, so you'll save a lot of money, and it's great for your house. Blinds.com, use the promo code BECK. Buy three blinds, get the fourth one free. Now through August 31st, it's Blinds.com, promo code BECK. Rules and restrictions do apply. Blinds.com, promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.
This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let's go to Charlie in Ohio. Hello, Charlie. You're on the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, Glenn. I think we have already lost uh, Fox and Rush and Sean. I was an avid listener of, of you, and most of the time of them, love the five. And when Trump started getting close and they started pushing and pushing, I, I've had it off. I couldn't take mm-hmm. listening to it anymore. Mm-hmm. They're gone already. Uh, so no matter what happens, if Trump loses and they they go, well, you know, look, he was a flawed candidate and they come back, you're, you're, there's, not, there's no going back. There's not much. No, it's, it's, I think they're done already. I, and I know a lot of people who've uh who stopped listening so much because it just it's just great on you after a while just hearing that the positive spin put on him it was just too much just too much look at the so heat long. of these ca- and the heat of these campaigns obviously this stuff happens i mean I'm, yeah, there's been lots of people who like trump who doesn't don't want to hear like us, us talking yeah. about it i mean it, it happens and it, you know that you make your stand and you and you you do what you think is right i guess but i mean i you know we have to try to come together. Charlie, thanks for your call. We have to try to come together. We can't lose half of this movement. We, we, we can't lose half the movement. They can't afford to lose us, and we can't afford to lose them, quite frankly. Now, if we can't come together on principles, that's where we have to, that's where we have to meet, is on principles. And if we can meet on principles and not, hey, well... Just be just be an alternative to what they have. No, let, let's let's build something right. Let's build it on principles. Let's go back to the Constitution. The Constitution, everyone can agree on that, except for progressives. Everyone can agree on that. That's what that you know that lets the people play the game and lets the government just call the balls and strikes. Keep us from killing each other. Let the players play the game. Um, and that, that's the constitutional way to do it. And, and we should be able to go out and, and, and play the game. Let me ask you this. What's happening with Brad Thor? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know. He wrote a, an interesting article, and the title of it is Rethinking the Never Trump Position. Uh-huh. And he leads us to believe that, yes, I mean, while I'm not huge into the Trump thing, I, he's going to vote for him instead of Hillary. Now, he was even more virulent than we were <laughs> about the Trump situation, yeah. right? I mean, there are several tweets. South American dictator comes to mind. Yeah, no, he said he is a South American dictator in the waiting. I don't know about you, but I never vote for I, a I South American I never roll American the dictator. dice on the South American dictator. No, never, never. According to his tweets, though, I mean, I know that... Is he backing off? we haven't talked to him personally. Be, I know. We need to talk to him today. But, he can't come on today, is that right? He can't come on today. But he I will, I'm not willing... I'm not willing can't to throw him take, on the, under the bus yet, but wow. When he comes weird. on and he tells me that, I don't think... I, I mean, we'll always be friends. I don't think I can have him on as an authority on anything I mean, ever. Because, I mean, you're going to vote for the guy you said was a South American dictator? Uh, Brad. No. Uh, I mean. Weird. Well, and it's funny because when he came on, he remember he was tossing around, jumping in, like an Evan, Evan yes. McMullen type of situation. Right. Jumping yeah, right. into like, the And he has now Evan McMullen. Right. And, and he also said, you know what, I'm not going to do it, but, you know, we should think about Gary Johnson. I mean, he was advocating strongly for Gary Johnson on the air very recently. I don't know what happened. I, I don't either. 
We've got to talk to him about this. We have to talk to him. Gotta get it from him. This is crazy. Brad Thor, you're not dead to us. You're awfully (laughs) on life support. You're on the roof. You're definitely sick. (laughs) Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. It was my understanding that he could not make it today because he's he's very busy, but he is up on the roof. It's you know the, you could at least told me that she was sick. He's not dead to us, but he is up on the roof, uh, and we welcome Brad Thor to the program. <laughs> is that a cry? Oh, is that, is that a cry? Just never it stops, is. Glenn. It uh, never, never stops. Never now, Brad, stops. you are now being positioned in the uh, news today as supporting, moving, and starting to lend support and say that you will vote for Donald Trump. A guy you described on this program as the makings of a Hugo Chavez or a South American dictator. Yes, correct. That I said that about him. I am not supporting him, and I'm not voting for him. What I did was is I compared the state of freedom, of liberty in the United States to very serious cancer. And I said, now we're out of the we're out of the conventions and everything. We're looking at two potential drugs. It's coming down mm-hmm. to drug one, Hillary Clinton, which is decade decades old generic that has no potency and might even speed up the cancer or drug two, which is being offered from some shady medical clinic down in Mexico from greasy guys with gold teeth who try to upsell you into timeshares, which <laughs> may kill you as well. But it might work. It might work. And we've got an issue now where we have to – listen, thoughtful conservatism is not set your feet in cement and don't ever take in more information. I, after I watched the Democrat National Convention and I've watched Hillary out there with Kane, Hillary has declared open war on everything I care about. Hillary is going to be terrible for liberty. So I know I'm not going to get anything I want with Hillary in office. So that left me mm-hmm. looking at Trump to say, is it worth it? I didn't say I'm going to vote for him. I just But said, you're thinking about it. Yes, he is. Right? You're, you're you, thinking about you it. You are definitely thinking. If you're saying rethinking the never Trump position, that means you're thinking about maybe Trump, right? Well, I, listen. I, Which I is think- different. <laughs> Come on. Now, hang on. Now, Brad, 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 Brad. We had to. I'm not not going to let you off the. No, wait. I'm in Tennessee, okay? Wait. I'd like to see the Libertarian Party get as many votes as possible to help them grow in strength. I live in Tennessee. Tennessee is going to go for Trump. I'd like to help the Libertarians. I may put my vote that way. But, guys, we are going to be storming Mm -hmm. a beachhead in four years. And that beachhead can be fortified by four years of Hillary Clinton, including her SCOTUS appointments. Listen, this oh, was all... Yeah, but you knew all that. Brad, you knew all that Stop it. When you were Stop calling it. him a dictator, you knew I all that. I need to get a word in here. <laughs> Brad, you and I had this conversation on the air, and you said, we know what Hillary is going to do. We know what she's going to do. But Donald Trump has the possibility of, again, quoting you, 
a South American <laughs> dictator. Right. That was the so yes, there is a there, there is a chance that yes, he doesn't surround himself with bad people. Uh, you want to talk about updated news? Check today's news. I know. The he doesn't. Thing. Ch- I, it, he doesn't. Listen, ch- it's a disaster. It's- Good timing on that one, Brad. I mean, he's surrounding himself with people that will make it a South American dictatorship. Yeah. Uh, listen, yeah. I, I, yeah, I tweeted I'm out. <laughs> okay. All right. No, 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 that no I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm rethinking my friendship. Bannon, Bannon's a horrible <laughs> choice, and I tweeted uh, out this morning. Man. That they're, you know, I tweeted out as Trump saying, you know, what's Trump saying? We're going to build the the biggest, classiest, most beautiful white power echo chamber the world has ever seen. Believe me. Listen, it, it, he gives a bad name to clown shows. He's a disaster. <laughs> so, uh-huh. listen, Evan's not going to make it, Glenn. Gary Johnson's not going to make it. So, I will I'm not I'm put my. I also hang on just a second. I understand for people. I really understand. For people who don't think that there's any chance that Donald Trump is going to become a South American dictator. And there's a lot of people that <laughs> think that's ridiculous. Right. I'm not one of them. I got news for you, Brad Thor. You're not one of them. <laughs> I don't excuse people who actually think there's a pretty good possibility he becomes a dictator. So, okay, fair, You don't put your name on either of those guys. Okay, so, so fair enough. So what, what I want to figure out is then what is four years with Hillary Clinton going to look like? Because I that's think we why don't you choice. don't say I that's, why, that's why you don't. That's why you don't. I agree. But like? that's why you say instead of saying, well, I could vote for the guy who might be a, mar- a dictator because there's a because there's a chance that he's not going to be a dictator. The absence of never Trump means some possibility of Trump. Yeah. So you're obviously so at least considering what you say is we must concentrate on the lower tickets. We have to go downstream. We have to have the House. We have to have the Senate. And you start making the case for the House and the Senate because the House and the Senate, if we lose those, look, Trump is going to lose. The The country is lost. The country is lost. And at least we have a chance with the House and the Senate. But how is anybody in the House and the Senate going to have any credibility standing up against Hillary Clinton when the press will say, you clowns all voted or said you could tolerate Donald Trump? You have no credibility. She doesn't want to go as far as Donald Trump did. I mean, there's no credibility. You cannot... You cannot align yourself in any way with Donald Trump and come out the other side with credibility to no, stand I, against I, listen, Hillary. Trump is not anybody that I, I, I want to associate myself with. But, Glenn, when your kids and your grandkids, is this Supreme Court, these vacancies, and if they don't come up right away in a Trump administration because they're going to hold on <laughs> hoping to gain in the midterms, if Trump wins – they're still hoping that the Democrats will take over in the midterms because everybody will hate Trump's guts. So those, Did you get those Ukrainian money are going to wait. But <laughs> the Supreme Court enough. To, you knew this. This yeah. wasn't First new information. You knew this. And there is no reason to believe that Donald Trump would put, to, put together a good Supreme Court uh, choice. No. I mean, I understand None. that he went to other people and they released a list, which and he then he backed off denounced. the list the next day. Uh, but but beyond this, Brad. First of all, if you actually you're right, McMullen or Johnson are not going to do anything, particularly when people who are never Trump come out and say they're not going to do anything. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make a, la- a decision to vote for Trump 
and, and holding your nose. You can do that in the voting booth. You don't need to make that call three months out. Wait, fight for what you believe is right until the very last second and switch your mind if you must. Brad, we don't want you to die. <laughs> We're trying to save you. Brad. Jeffy, and listen, I appreciate it. We are looking down. So, guys, everything you've said is correct. Here's the deal. Hillary Clinton is going to be president, okay? Hillary's yeah. going to be president. She's going to fortify the beaches that we need to storm as lovers of liberty with so Supreme do you Court think justice. We know that. Just a second. Hang on just a second. So maybe I understand you. So do you think that by you coming out and saying, hey, I'm rethinking Never Trump, that maybe stops Hillary Clinton from being president? I want to do everything I can to make sure Hillary Clinton is not wow. president. Mm-hmm. Brad, we've, we, know, a, we know your novels. You're a number one New York Times bestseller over and over and over again. Uh, a lot of spy stuff goes on. What does the Trump <laughs> campaign have on you? <laughs> Trump campaign Because you, you knew this. I mean, I Brad, you knew this. You honestly. You, you knew all this before. You, you talked knew all this before. We've known this for a year. We've, we've been on the air. You were on the air with us saying he's not going to win. She's going to be president. He's not going to win. He's Glenn, not going to win. If you guys read my article, I linked to Hugh Hewitt's article where Hugh said, if you hate Trump's guts and you think he's a boorish jackass, for five minutes reading my article, take your dislike of the guy out. And I did. And I read it on the merits of the Supreme Court. That's it's, my big concern here is I that I know I'll get a crap Supreme Court with Hillary that's going to strip me of my liberty and my children get, and my grandchildren. You'll get one with Trump, too. I, I can almost guarantee I will tell you this. Okay. All right. So hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. Let me ask you this. I asked you this on the air. I know Hillary Clinton's going to be an absolute nightmare. I know that the country as we know it is over if she is is in the Oval Office. But let me ask you a question. Does Hillary does Hillary have an equal chance? of turning into a dictator in four years that Trump does? No, Trump has a far greater chance. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, yeah period. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, a- period. <laughs> you know that she, he has a heart. L- listen, we said, and we meant this seriously. We said this off the air. We were not going to say it, but I'm going to say it because I've got you on the phone who understands this. Stu looked at me today and said, I really don't know how this ends. This could end with us in jail. <laughs> if, if Bannon is in the Oval Office, and we're not kidding, if Bannon is in the Oval Office, if Trump is in the Oval Office, if, uh, if Manafort, who is in with Putin, is in the Oval Office, these guys are all... Roger Stone... These guys will find a way to put people who speak out against them in jail. And you know it. You know it, Brad. You're you're right. You're right. I cannot argue. I cannot argue with that. The idea of judicial supremacy pisses me off to no end. The idea that unelected judges get to decide the direction and fate of this nation so if uh, for you a think... representative democracy is abhorrent to me. How, how has that changed stand... in the last two months, though, Brad? Right. How, how has that aspect changed in your mind? You, you, you knew this before, right? I mean, we all knew it before. We all knew Hillary's... Uh, Supreme Court nomination would nominee would be terrible. Specifically, we talked about the looking for a way to how do you undo those Supreme Court justice nominations? And I can't 
find it. I cannot find it. We've only, we've only impeached one justice, and that justice no. deserved it, in the history of the country. So Hillary stacking the Supreme Court completes the progressive agenda. It completes Obama's Brad, transformation of America. There is no way out of that. I can't I find it. I, I cannot find it. And there's a way, there's a way out of a dictatorship? Usually there's that's not difficult. a guarantee of a dictatorship, but there's a guarantee that Hillary's going to stack the Supreme Court. This but, is the terrible position we're in. And I love you, and mm-hmm. I despise Donald Trump. I despise him. But the one issue I'm focused on now is might he, might he, my big fight is with Hillary right now. She stands against everything I stand for. I am never Hillary. So I look at Trump, and if there's a sliver of a chance on the Supreme mm-hmm. Court appointment, but, that's worthy of consideration, and that's all I'm saying. there is a what? greater chance. You just said it. There is a greater chance. If you, first of all, if you think a guy has the tendency to be a dictator, you think he's going to appoint constitutional judges and care what they say? Right. He I'm, will just jam it through. He's in the middle of, of a, a situation in which he has to come out and, and, and do things uh, to please the masses, right? And he put the guy who runs Breitbart, <laughs> the guy who is approving columns yeah. with headlines including the phrase renegade Jew, he okay. put him in charge of his campaign when he had to impress people. What is he going to do when he can wield the presidential power of the United States? There should be a class action from every clown show in the country should sue Trump's campaign (laughs) for giving him a bad name. This is performance art from Brad. Brad, That's what I think. Brad, Brad, Brad. Wow. Your condition has grown grave <laughs> we're, we're rolling out the iron lung we're rolling right out the iron you're going it's, into the iron lungs <laughs> next time we talk to you we will run the sound effects behind you <laughs> all right just make sure i get cookies in the iron lung all right all right all right thanks a lot brad Bye. just we put a good you, word into us when when trump oh. is the dictator just yeah. from your cell yeah. put a good word in for us on death row. I mean, Brad's the smart one. They're going to be logging him off to jail, and he can link to that article. <laughs> That's we right. do. But wait, but wait. I said something good in the end. Look for my Facebook post. I don't know. Maybe I'm not so <laughs> never Trump. Coming soon. Stock market keeps rising, but simultaneously the value of negative yield bonds. Both the government and corporate swelled to $13.4 trillion this week, up from $13.1 trillion last week. That means negative interest rates and central bank buying, the ripple, is going through the debt market. A quarter of the economy, listen to this, a quarter of the economy globally now has negative interest rates. What does that mean? That means that a full quarter of all money thinks that it is safer to to put their money someplace where they're going to lose money, then keep it out someplace else like the stock market where they know they're going to lose possibly all of it. A quarter of the money. That's in a week, guys. That's in a week, last week. Please, please call Goldline. You're smart enough to do your own homework. Do not take my word for it. Don't take their word for it. Do your own homework. Find out why gold is always the safe haven when things go nuts. And if you don't think things have gone nuts yet, you're nuts.
Call Goldline now, 1-866-465-3546, 1-866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. I throw up my hands. Yeah, I don't know. The world could not be more upside down. I would have expected Ted Cruz and Mike Lee before 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 Brad Brad Thor. Thor. Me too. Because they're political Republican guys, senators. They've got all that pressure. No reason for no. And Brad was stronger than we were on it. (laughs) He's the guy who said that he might become a dictator. When I was just like trying to hint about, you know, that could be bad. We've seen guys like this in the past. He comes out and says, oh, yeah, real chance of him becoming a South American dictator. And now let's roll the dice. Let's roll the dice. (laughs) No, I don't think so. No. Sorry. America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We have some amazing audio. First of all, people took things that Trump said and then asked Clinton supporters, what do you think about this? Would you agree with this? They all defend Hillary Clinton when they think what Trump said came out of Clinton's mouth. It is amazing the two sides will agree to anything if they think that their party is responsible for it. And then triumph the insult comic dog. Something that is both absolutely hysterical and Pat didn't believe me until I just played it. I would categorize it as absolutely frightening at the same time. No question. No question. Frightening. Terrifying. We go there right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing. Jimmy Kimmel and Conan O'Brien did basically the same bit, except they reversed them, uh, and Conan O'Brien won the comedy uh, of the night. But here, first, let's start with Jimmy Kimmel. 
going to Clinton supporters with Trump lines and saying Donald Trump, or I mean, Hillary Clinton said these things. Clearly, Hillary Clinton would not say these things, and any supporter would know that. But listen to the average person on the street, how willing, they're, how willing they are to blindly follow Hillary Clinton. When Hillary Clinton said, I see improved relations with Russia from a position of strength only as possible. I, I agree with Hillary. Hillary Clinton said, immigration is a privilege and we should not let anyone into this country who doesn't support our communities, all of our communities. Well, I'd, I'd virtually have to agree with that. Hillary said, in order to achieve the American dream, let people keep more money in their pockets and increase after-tax wages. Yes, okay. Um, it's uh, in order, that, that's a great idea so that we can start to move everybody up and uh, start moving people out of the, the level of poverty. And obviously runs fairly severe contrast to what Donald Trump is proposing. Absolutely. Many of her comments run severe contrast to Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton said, I like the concept of local education. I want to get rid of Common Core. I think Common Core is a disaster. Well, I'm an educator. I'm a school teacher. I think Common Core is a, a, a disaster too. Wow. Wow. Okay. And by the way, these interviews were done at the national, the Democratic National Convention. So these are probably delegates. These are these are people who are supposedly informed on what's happening. These are delegates at the convention. Frightening. Terrifying, right? Not necessarily funny. Jimmy Kimmel does something. I mean, uh, sorry, Conan O'Brien has triumphed the insult comic dog. Do something that is really, truly hysterical, brilliant, but the answers are terrifying as they go along. You have to, this is long, you have to listen all the way to the end. It's supposed to be a focus group, yes. and they're playing fake advertisements right. for and these they, Trump and supporters. All of these are Trump supporters at the table, and they do a focus group, and then they play these ads, and you have to listen. The ads are hysterical, but then you listen to what the people say. Know that the first ad that they're going to start is absolutely tame comparison to where this ends. The comments that the people make are not frightening at first. By the end, you will see how far people are willing to go. Listen to this. Is to get your thoughts and feedback so that we know, is it a good idea? Is it something that we can make better? Is there a way that, that you know... We can have the people that really care tell us what they think, okay? So I'm going to go up and uh, play the first one here. Okay, look, I believe the transgenders deserve to use the bathroom they feel comfortable in. But sometimes that means men transgenders are going into women's bathrooms. Women deserve to be comfortable, too. That's why, as your president, I will make guns available in every lady's room in America. And these will be easily available in dispensers next to the other dispensers that you see in the ladies' room. The guns will be chained to the wall so they can't be used outside the bathroom. So the women can do whatever they do with the knowledge that the playing field is even. Problem solved. It's disgusting, but it's solved. We're done. <laughs> Let's move on. Now listen to the focus. What's your initial reaction is? What do you think? I, I, I personally think that if you're, if you're a man, you go to men's rooms, restrooms. If you're a woman, go to women's restrooms. And it all started, I, we never had this issue before. And, you know, I think it just started with Caitlyn Jenner, you know. It's like, God. It's like, 
then Obama. It's like, oh. I mean, you have such a decency in it. What about you, Donna? Are there places where you can imagine this There's making so sense? Anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere nowadays. Would you even have enough time to like get one out of those vending machines? To- so what about the details on that? How would that work? How would you imagine that, that, that they could make something like that work? If there's a, you know, break the glass. Right. That might be a little better, but... Or, or even like a baseball bat. Or yeah, some baseball <laughs> something. Oh, if so it wasn't a gun, having yeah. a bat or something yeah. else. Maybe you defend yourself in there. Right. Good, um, good comments on that first one. <laughs> so we're going to do the same thing. I'm a big fan of women, and they're big fans of me. But some want to vote for Crooked Hillary just because she's a woman. But is she? She says she's a woman. And I want to take her at her word. But have we seen her whatever? I mean, a lot of people look at her photos and question. I mean, why doesn't she just say, I'm not a man? What's so wrong with saying, I'm not a man? Look, I'm okay with a female president and blood everywhere and all of that. But let's be honest I mean, basically, we already had a female president, Barack Obama. That's probably why he won't release the birth certificate. It's not a deal if Obama is a woman and Hillary is a man, but we should know. <laughs> so, how do you think about that? I mean, that's, that's Trump counterpunching, right? I like it. I like it. Okay, right on. <laughs> Here, you're I think the too. public would enjoy it. I'd rather hear yeah. stuff like that than, you know, little foo-foo taglines that yeah, don't make sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hit back. Yeah. yeah, correct. Okay, good. Let's look, at, uh, let's look at another one here. So, Here's another great idea you're going to love. The wall is going to take a year or so to build. So while we're waiting for it, let's build an invisible electric fence to keep any illegals out starting now. They try and cross and sap. Now, I know what you're thinking. How will we get all 150 million Mexicans to wear shock collars? Easy. The collars will have the only thing they love more than crime. Blame. Trump bomber. And the Mexicans will pay for them. That's right. Before the wall, we build the fence. It's going to be so gorgeous, so beautiful, so invisible, it'll make your head spin. Okay, I want to make sure you heard that. He's saying shock collars. And the Mexicans will pay for it. They'll put them around their neck. And it shows a picture of a shock collar. <laughs> then it has their, their diamond-studded shock collars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, some of them say bling, Trump, whatever. So everybody's wearing a shock collar. Um, <laughs> and, and they're diamond, okay? And the Mexicans will pay for it. Now, I want you to listen carefully to what they're saying. This is the beginning of them being tame, Compared to where they end. Listen. So tell me about that. So what's going on here? I like the fence, uh-huh. but seriously, getting collars on all those people. Yeah, yeah. Is... Once they find out what it is, they'll somehow get it cut off and sell the bling, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you need a collar with the fence? Yeah. You have to have something on for the invisible fence to work. Or you could just walk to, across it. To zap, right? Right. It wasn't a collar then. Something what do we? What, what else could that be? Because um, this this is perfect because we're looking for these ideas to say how do we like a bracelet or an ankle bracelet. A metal bracelet or ankle bracelet. So not a collar, but maybe something that goes in your wallet or your purse right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that, okay. Or vaccine. Or vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how would that work? 
Um, they want to know. They think they were getting uh, vaccinated for something. Okay. Okay. Stop. Stop. So the first thing is. Wow. The first. Their first objection is. I don't think this will work because people will just cut them off and sell them. That's their first objection. Mm-hmm. Then when they start to talk about it, a woman seriously says, uh, how about a vaccine? If you don't think we're headed towards the 1930s and it would be easy to group people into that kind of thinking, listen to that. We give them a vaccine and we tell them it's for one thing, but it's for this. She's okay. And so is the room. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With tricking people into taking a vaccine. This is tame compared to where it ends. Go ahead. Yeah. You guys are doing great. This is great feedback. So I'm going to tee up the next one here. We have to stop illegal immigration. We have to stop the massive crime. We're going to build a beautiful wall, and it will keep Mexicans from coming into this country and taking our jobs. But what about all the illegals Obama already welcomed in on a red carpet? Now, here's my newest plan. We will plant porta parties near places where Mexicans congregate, Home Depots, migrant farms that lock from the outside. And once all porta parties are filled and locked, they're lifted by cranes and put on a flatbed truck and driven across the Mexican border. We're going to send back so many illegal Mexicans this way, it'll make your head spin. So what about that plan, the details of that? I mean, is that something that, could they actually execute that and make that happen? And work with that? So they kind of lure them in? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's a starting point right there. Even though it is comical, it is something that could be worked with. Okay. Well, they say Mexicans congregate outside of there, but, you know, what if you're going to Home Depot, one of us, with our family, and the kid needs to use the porta potty is it going to automatically lock? <laughs> uh, are we sure they're getting enough oxygen in there? Neighborhoods got more Mexicans than others, so I mean, you won't put them in Pepper Pike. You may put them somewhere near okay. Clark Clark neighborhood, where they're mostly where they all live. So, so what, what, what Clark Avenue is a bad neighborhood. Okay, okay. so the, their problem is, will my kids get trapped in one of these? Yeah. Not that we're going to take these people who are innocently walk into a bathroom and all of a sudden they're trapped in a plastic cube <laughs> and trucked over the border. Their family's gone. They're just in a porta potty. They're just taken and thrown over the border. That's not a problem for anybody. Hey, but this is kind of how Trump works, right? He comes up with these crazy ideas and then just sort of says, throws it out there and lets people make it, let him figure it out or something, right? Yeah, he's surrounding himself with advisors, intelligent people. And so he's just throwing these out there and he's going to surround himself with economic advisors and military brains and intelligent people. Just like, well, it's crazy about inventing a light bulb. It's crazy about having an iPhone that you could do everything in your life that you could possibly want to do. You're nuts. It's never going to happen. All this stuff, it is... Kind is of he a visionary wall, guy? It's nutty, is he a visionary like the guys that made the light bulb or the iPhone and things like that? It has like to that. start I mean, somewhere. Okay, this next one, it's a variation on that last ad. 
We love Mexican housekeepers. The vast majority of them clean our homes, comfort our elderly, and raise our children. But the illegals, I'm sorry, they gotta go. Here's the plan. We will strategically place houses that need cleaning in cities Mexicans work in. We hire these illegal housekeepers, and while they're busy cleaning, the house is locked from the outside. That's where we pick up the houses by crane and transport them by truck. It's a win-win. We get rid of the illegals, but we sell them the houses so they have a place to live. Believe me, we're going to make so many pesos, you're going to get tired of pesos. All right. Donna, tell me you like that. What do you like about that idea? That's awesome. That's awesome. Pour it up and ship it out. So tell me about that. How is that going to work? Caging them in. Shipping them out. <laughs> I think I like the house one better. Well, so how is that one different? Let's, let's take a quick break. Yeah. Um, uh, here you're beginning to hear the audience is not laughing uh, as hard because they're starting to go, oh, wow, we're caging them in and shipping them out. You're about to go into the value of life. Um, there's one more ad, and then they ask people, Will you record a commercial and will you endorse these plans? And what they have people, what they hand people to say and what they're willing to say is truly remarkable. Now this, last time you purchased a mattress, what you paid for, a good portion of, is the showroom, the commissions, the reseller's uh, profit, keeping that store open Casper has changed all of that. They've not only changed the way the mattress is made, but they've also changed the way the mattress is sold. You'll get the most comfortable mattress you have ever slept on, and it will cost you much less than the mattress you bought years ago. Casper was invented with two high-tech foams that guarantee that you sleep cool and comfortable with all of the support that you need. In fact, this is why Time Magazine uh, named it one of the best inventions in 2015. It is shipped for free to your house. You try it out for 100 nights. If you don't love it, you call them up and they will come and pick the mattress up and they will um, refund your money 100% guaranteed, no questions asked. This is why this is such an inexpensive mattress um, and you can get it uh, so affordable for a mattress of this quality. You won't believe the price because they've cut all of the middlemen out. It's just them and you. I want you to go to Casper.com, do your homework, find out if this is the right mattress for you by trying it out in your home for 100 nights. Um, you, right now, you can get $50 off the purchase of your mattress if you use the promo code BECK. Terms and conditions do apply, but it's at Casper.com, offer code BECK. Casper.com, offer code BECK. <laughs> to the Glenn Beck program. All right. Now, we don't, I want to preface this with, I don't know how this was edited. And, um, and they seem very, very real in this. <clears throat> they are people off the street. They're in his focus group. But like anything, you never know how things were edited. But the things that they're saying, and it seems very, very real, are truly spooky. The ads are funny. 
I want to play the last one where Trump starts and says, as your president. I will get the judges to make abortion illegal. I guarantee it. But let's be honest. That means women will go to Mexico to get fetuses removed from their whatevers. We need those jobs. So here's my compromise, people. We only make abortion available in economically depressed places like Atlantic City. I will create legal abortion zones that will transform our urban infested cities into incredible four star you can make a weekend out it'll be great for tourism every abortion package will come with 25 chips and a free shake at johnny rockets wait it gets better the more economically depressed the city is the further along the abortion will be allowed detroit third term newark one month old it's another win-win people i mean are we gonna have fun when i'm president or what Wow. Um, What about the idea of like, you know, the more depressed it is, the more um, the term, you know, how long, how late you can get an abortion. So that was. The term should stay the same. Yes, I agree. It should stay the same. What about the idea of having it be in places that are more economically depressed? I mean, is that where the problem is? Oh, yeah. So make it more available there. Why does that make sense, Karen? What do you like about that? Because in the more economically depressed areas is the higher chances of the people that are going to be doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So putting it in those places makes sense to you guys. Yes. Yes. And that. Okay. What what about the idea though? I mean, this is a serious subject. I can just tell from talk about it, but you know, making it like a more fun experience, not making it so so sad and negative and making it more can you, positive. Can you pay the can you pay the have an important it's like Instead of, okay, I'm going to get pregnant every year. Give me some money, you know. Right. I think there should be a cap on it. They should only be able to. I mean, so how much, is that, it, how much do you think that cap should be? Is well, I think they should only be able to do it once for the chips. Unreal. <laughs> 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 so hang on one second. Okay, so, so stop. So that can't be true. I mean, can this be actual? Reality? I think I watched it and I think it's absolutely real. What I think they did is I think they cut the reaction out of the people where they were. They Because you could see it in like the first ones where the people were kind of like laughing. Because these should be pro-life people, right? I don't know. I think it was. No. I don't know. So I think what they did is they cut the thing out. And I bet he said, look, I mean, yeah, that's crazy, but. He's just trying to, he's just starting the ball rolling and he just wants to get your opinion on these things. So, yeah. what do you think about the term? And and he cut up to there. I, right. I don't know if they buy the ads, but I think they are trying to give the, the advice to Donald Trump. Wait, because Donald Trump calls in next. Mercury. playing from Conan O'Brien. Uh, we played 
First, these Hillary Clinton um, uh, supporters who were given Donald Trump lines that were clearly Donald Trump and said, what do you think about this? And, uh, for instance, the Common Core is a disaster and, and has to go away. A teacher at the DNC convention says, oh, I agree with her 100%. And by the way, Hillary is a huge common, common core, common core supporter. supporter, and so is the DNC. Mm-hmm. And so for a, a Democratic Union teacher at the convention to say, oh, I absolutely think it's a nightmare. You don't know what your party is for. You don't know who your candidate is. You're just blindly following. And you're just blindly following. You're just, you don't know enough. And what you're not even thinking. It's pretty stunning. Now, Conan, and we don't know how that was edited. Um, this one uh, is Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel, and we, again, don't know how it was edited. But it is the same thing from the Trump people. And the voice, I think it's of the com- uh, comic ins- insult dog, um, uh, he, uh, he calls in as Trump. Now, listen to this. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. 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 You did a tremendous job today. Thank you, sir. I wanted to call and thank you all personally. Just tremendous. <laughs> I value your opinions, even the ones that are way, way off base. <laughs> God bless you all, and God bless America. Thank you, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, Donald. You're, you rock, buddy. Even the heavy guy. What's your name? Brian Dougherty. <laughs> Maybe you should focus a little less on cheesecake. <laughs> God bless you, Donald. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank, thanks for calling, sir. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Good luck. So... That was pretty amazing. That's pretty exciting. That's no, crazy. That's so, no. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. No, but that's so cool. That's completely down to earth. I mean, that, that's awesome. So listen up here, guys. This was great. Very cool. It. We're really sorry that we ran over and all that. Yeah, listen but, to this. Um, we wanted to give you one last chance. If anyone was interested in, in recording some testimonials, we're interested in getting um, you on camera for doing that. How about you, Donna? Mm. Interested? Yeah, why not? All right. Donald Trump's plan to lock Mexicans in porta potties sounds like solid, fresh thinking to me. <laughs> if Hillary Clinton can't tell us the truth about Benghazi, why should we expect her to tell the truth about her genitals? We live in dangerous times. When we spot a potential terrorist, every second counts. I like Mr. Trump's idea for shortening 911 to 9. <laughs> the Zika virus on the march. I like Mr. Trump's idea of building a wall thick enough so people can't break through and tall enough so mosquitoes can't fly over. I agree with Donald Trump. The only way to compete with the Chinese is to lower their IQ by injecting their water with various paints and solvents. Okay. Now, this part is either terrifying Come on. Come on. or they told them that this is a joke yeah. and we want you just to play along. This could have happened after... Yeah. Because no thinking person would ever say that. No thinking person would ever say, inject people with solvents and paint. We might have some insight here because uh, Jeremy is in Ohio and he claims it's his mother-in-law who's actually one of the people in the focus group in this video. Really? Jeremy. 
Welcome hey, to the program. What's going on, man? Not much. What? What is the? I don't condone a lot of the stuff that was said on there. Okay, but they definitely <laughs> people. This was. They, uh, I was actually at the Republican National Convention, and this happened like this was taped a week before the convention. Yes. And they had convinced these people the stuff at the end that they were reading was going to be used as a comedy skit during the convention. So oh, they did wow. not. Okay, so the thing that, that they were serious. Wow. Okay, so the focus group, they didn't know, but the stuff that they read at the end, they knew right. was comedy. And let me so say, my, okay. my mother-in-law said, was the yeah. lady who said the vaccine stuff, and she's actually a cancer survivor. She's had brain surgery. She's on, like, a bunch of different meds right now. But oh, she doesn't, she's, it's, easy, it's not, you know, and she's an older lady. It's not easy. It's easy to trick her. You know what I'm saying? She didn't know what was mm-hmm. going on. She actually called me all excited afterwards because she thought she'd actually spoken to Trump. And wow. she said that, and she said that she was, she's like, you know, we made a comedy uh, sketch that's going to be used at the convention. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, none of this sounds right, you know? So then she but, starts telling me some of the stuff she had read. I was like, Paris, you just got tricked. I but, was like, they're but, probably going to wow. use you for an anti-Trump ad or something. So you, you, know are, yet, you are saying, you. you're saying, though, that the, the first part of this was legitimate. I mean, right. they, they listened did, they to these ads. They, they had got called down and told they were going to be part as, you know, rabid Trump supporters. They were going to be part of a, of a Trump focus group to test some of his... Uh, Ideas. I don't oh, know if those wow. are the actual videos they showed or not, wow. you know, what they're showing. So I don't know if it was that over the top or not. Well, they I don't were know what yeah. they edited in and out. I yeah. think I, I, they were talking specifically about too many things that were specific in those ads. But it looks to me like they cut out after the ads, the guys kind of laughing about them. And what I think happened uh, was um, as somebody who has edited, Pat and I have edited comedy. I mean, it's hard for people to believe this, but <laughs> we actually did comedy for a very long time and edited Correct. comedy. And you, what you would do is you'd play an ad like that and then people would laugh and you go, I know it's a little crazy, but let's, let's talk seriously here for a minute. Cause he's just throwing this out as an idea. You edit all that out. And then you say, tell me about what the, right. what do you think about the port easy to do, easy, easy to, to do. do. And so, that could have been done here. Right. But, right. but that, doesn't excuse, post, that doesn't okay. excuse, that doesn't excuse, Hang on just a second. That doesn't yep. excuse the comments no. um, that they make because they're really quite frightening. You should say Except at that for point, your mother-in-law's no. because that's understandable. If she's on medicine and she's not doing right. well right she's now. She's literally had brain surgery and I mean, a cancer survivor. She's not that's pretty nasty it. to trick somebody like that. Right. That's, and I was actually trying to extrapolate more out of her. It's a little bit tough because of that, you know. But, yeah. I mean, like, I'm connected. I knew people, so I was making some calls. The one thing that kind of gave it away to me that something really nefarious had happened was she said she had signed a release for Hulu. I'm like, what does Hulu have anything to do with the Republican wow. convention? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So, I mean, I feel mm. terrible for her because she's already taken a lot of heat over this after it aired. She's had people saying stuff to her, you know? I'll she's bet. not a bad person. She just gets confused. Now, like I said, I don't condone any of the stuff that was said. I'm a Republican. I was a Rubio guy. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't condone any of the stuff that was said. I'm not a huge Trump guy yeah. myself. But, but, I mean, you're, but it, destroyed it, her over this is not 100% fair. Yeah, not cool. No, it's not cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool it's not cool. Um, thank you so much, Jeremy. I thanks for the insight. That's really good insight. You know, I just said to Stu, I said we should call we should call O'Brien and find out what they did, how they did this, if they edited. Well clears it up. Though. But I think this is legitimate. I think what his explanation was, you know, because I just said I'll bet you this stuff at the end. Yeah, was comedy. They told them that this was comedy, and they edit. They said those things because nobody would say the paint thinner stuff. And so that's what he confirmed. And I'll bet you they edited the funny part where they were all laughing about these ads. Mm-hmm. That doesn't excuse what they said during the focus group, but it does excuse the ending 
and it shows that they're not that dumb. They knew those spots were fake. Yeah, well, that's uh, I mean, that does change it quite a bit, though. I mean, it does. Yes. And, and look, this is it's comedy. You know, I understand that this stuff happens. You hate when there's actual, uh, you know, people who get hurt by it. Uh, so, I mean, that's uh, that's not uh, ideal. But again, you know, uh, you're right. If it's if they it, those comments are still those comments, um, and uh, you know, you yeah. Know, so how do you? Not so where do you fall on this now? Where do you fall on this? Because they did make those comments. They they were like, you know, yeah, don't mind boxing up, caging them up and shipping them across. Well, they get a house out of it. Yeah. Pretty good deal. Right. Right. That's right. what they were I mean, saying. You make them clean a house and then they get trapped in there and then you take them back to Mexico. <laughs> they got a nice house in Mexico. And that's exactly what they just said. And that was, <laughs> we cut this out for time. That's what they said. And then yeah. somebody said, and that's the problem with it. The porta potties is better. Because they don't want to live in a porta potty, people are going to go across just to get a free house. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's crazy. I mean, that's a fact. You can't argue with facts, right? I know. I know. <laughs> that's interesting to hear from behind the no. scenes, though, because you know, I mean, this stuff happens all the time, and I'm sure it happens with the Kimmel stuff. I'm sure it always happens. Yeah, and not to mention you We've put done regular comedy to know that you can make people look bad and, and, and easily when you put people that aren't normally um, uh, in the position of talking uh, about these things in that those positions, you get a lot of crazy comments, which is, I think a, it's an interesting spotlight on, on people. I mean, the Kimmel stuff particularly, because they'll just get people from going down the street and they, they haven't even, they'll, they'll, they'll lie to the camera and say they heard things they didn't hear or did, didn't all happen the all the time, over and over and over again. We know there's editing that goes on. There are people that say, wait a minute, that's not till tomorrow night that the convention, I haven't heard that speech because it hasn't happened yet. And they just take those out and they leave in the funny ones. We all know that happens. Um, it's part of, you know, the process of making an entertainment show. Um, but uh, it does probably give you a little bit of a misleading uh, idea of what these people were actually saying. If particularly if they told them it was meant to be funny. No, he said they were told that the, at the last end, at the end, part, right. at the end right. it was meant to be funny. But that's a big part. I mean, that's certainly a big part of the bit. Yeah, it's it's. There's 15 minutes before that. Yeah, there's 15 yes. minutes before that. So the 15 minutes, that is one minute of the 15 minutes, and it is the most outrageous, Right. The which what I heard the first time, I bought into. The second time listening to it, I'm like, no, that's not right. Yeah. That's not right. First time, I bought into it. And so did the viewing audience. Yeah, so the, the viewing audience so probably just saw it once. These Republicans are racists, they're yeah. crazies. They're eugenicists. I mean, they've already drawn their conclusions, and there's, you know, that. And I don't know if that changes, though. The horse left the barn. I don't know if that changes, though, with only the last one minute being comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, some of it is questionable, but yeah, some of, <laughs> yeah. Legit. Some of it is. Yeah, it's kind I mean, of misleading. Yeah. Jeremy's mom. You heard Jeremy. He's connected. The caller. Uh, anybody that's connected, I'm mad with him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who, what he's connected to. In Ohio, and that's what he said on the phone. About he said he was father. connected. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah, he said he was connected. He was making some calls. Connected. I don't know. I don't know. Some calls. Oh, maybe I'm, like, I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on your side, Jeremy. <laughs> okay. That's, oh, I see what you're saying, Jeffy, and you're right. But there's nothing to worry about because the mob doesn't exist. But if the mob oh. did exist, <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust.com. You want to sell your house. Maybe you need to sell your house. But you want somebody that you can trust, somebody that understands you, somebody who tells you the truth, somebody who has your same values. Um, somebody's going to shoot straight with you. 
you honestly, if you've ever gone to any of our events, nobody comes to our events for to see me or what I'm going to say. They come for the crowd. They come for the people they're going to meet. Our audience is just the best. And if you've been to our events, you know that. That's why when we started doing realestateagentsitrust.com, this is a uh, company that I started with my brother. And um, we did testing on this for two years. And we started very small with just a couple of cities and just real estate agents that were all handpicked. And the first thing is they have to be fans of the show. Because we figure if you're a, a real fan of the show, you have the same basic values. We may not agree on everything, but you have the same basic values where you want everybody to have a square deal. Well, we have found that the houses are selling. The satisfaction is through the roof. We have found agents, and this is not, I'm, I don't want to, this was just one agent that did this. So I, I hate to say, you know, you'd have this kind of experience because this is amazing. This was one guy who listened to these people and they had to move. They had to sell their house. The house wasn't selling, but the guy, the agent knew it's going to sell. It's just in the wrong time. Um, and they had to move. They really didn't have the money to, to move, but his job was starting. The agent actually bought the house and said, don't worry about it. Let me just buy the house because I'll sell it later. So I'll take care of the house. That's the kind of people that you're dealing with. Now, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I hate to say that um, because if you, you, this, this, this is not the way we do business, but that's who these agents are. They actually care and listen. If you want a, uh, a for sale sign in front of your house, go get somebody else. You want a sold sign in front of your house, you go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You contact us right away. Somebody is going to call you back. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Hello. This has been an interesting day. We learned that Brad Thor uh, has flipped, um, I think, his wig, but he has flipped. He is now saying, I will vote for Donald Trump, or I might vote for Donald Trump. We have, we have found out that Breitbart now is the official Pravda of the Trump campaign as the CEO becomes the CEO of the Trump campaign. Um, what else have we found out? I mean, just it's bizarre story after bizarre story after bizarre story. One of the craziest, craziest days in memory. I can. Uh, I mean, I've never seen a day like this before. But wait, there's more. It doesn't stop there. The crazy just keeps coming. What uh, is this? Have you heard this yet? There's, um, I mean, Alex Jones, a guy who uh, <laughs> is also a huge Trump supporter. And Trump, I think, comes on Alex's show. Yes, he has. Yes. Uh, they spent a lot of time together in an interview a while ago. And uh, now Alex has broken, broken some, some unbelievable news. Uh, unbelievable news. Um, I don't even know what to do with this. Okay. Listen. 
This is from the Alex Jones Show. Yes. I was told by a genetic engineer about a project they were on in England once, and I never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. Right. When has fantastical ever stopped him before? <laughs> they stopped oh, God. Oh, God. They had in tanks people with gills and their little babies, and they were in there just gulping, clawing at the sides. You see a turtle at the zoo, and it wants out, and you feel for it. <laughs> they got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean, <laughs> we are screwed, people. I mean, do you understand that? I, I think I'm starting to. Yeah, I think I'm starting to understand that. <laughs> yes. Yes, as I'm listening to a grown man who believes in half fish Human people, fish people. I, I, realize, Gills. I realize that there are people that are listening to him and believing him. And I realize, yes, we are You're indeed screwed, screwed. We are indeed screwed. Thank you for that, Pat. Welcome. What a perfect way to end Welcome. my broadcast day. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice fantastic. On top there. We'll, we'll see you tonight at 5 o'clock with David Barton and the Foundations of Freedom, a brand new series for the next couple of weeks. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.